Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to Family in the Fray with me, Heather Holiday Holton, a targeted parent of three kids and adult survivor of parental alienation. This podcast is for you if you forgot who you are in the wreckage of alienation and want to reconnect with your authentic self. If you want to rebuild a vibrant life, regardless of being in relationship with your child or not. And if you want to hold space for restoring relationship with your child in a way that doesn't deplete or torture you. With some mindset shifts and practice, you can have a life that includes pleasure, ease, rest, and joy, even while you are mildly, partially, or fully alienated. My goal is for you to listen and feel supported while I give you tips, tools, and hacks to shift your day-to-day experience of being a targeted parent in order for you to feel more empowered and improve your life. The thoughts and perspectives I share are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I am open to doing better and I welcome your feedback. As always, take what feels good and leave the rest. With that said, I am so excited you are here and let's dive into today's topic. Here we go. Today is episode 20 and I want to say welcome and thank you for being here and I wanted to talk today about something that I see quite a bit and when I talk about it lots of people are unaware of it this even exists it's a thing so um It's in regards to the relationship between the targeted parent and the toxic parent. So the alienated and the alienator, uh, the narcissist and the empath, however you want to, you know, encapsulate it. But that's what that's the relationship I'm talking about today. You know, um, us as targeted parents and and our exes who we've had children with. So, and that is this concept of the the ex, the toxic parent dividing and conquering us in our energies. Let me break that down. So, maybe I see this so much in the in the divorcing separating process. And that is where you know, you have an attorney, they have an attorney, you're kind of duking things out, nothing's resolved, papers are being passed back and forth, no, I won't settle to this, no, I won't settle to that, I won't agree, I won't agree, right? And it seems like every time you put a proposal down on the table and you slide it across or you have a conversation about would this be possible, would this be feasible, the toxic parent always says, no, no, no. Why don't, how about if we had a mediator? How about if we tried a different pickup spot? How about if we, like they, they send you on these homework expeditions. 
could you find this information? Gather this list. Um, do this. Research that. Write this down. Make a proposal, etc., etc., and bring it back to me. Go do this research. Go do this homework. Come back. And you do. You do. I'm guilty. I've done this too. I've gone off, done the research, gathered the list, did the fact-finding, wrote down the proposal, got it all beautified and typed up, and, you know, here we are, and then send it across the table just for it to get the no, another no. And I distinctly remember at the end of my relationship, having this overwhelming feeling of, I am tired of being the one that comes up with solutions. I'm the only person in this relationship trying to find solutions. He's not doing it. He's not trying. He's not bothered with solutions. And it took me forever to figure it out. Oh my gosh. By sending me on this homework quest, on this expedition to find the information and gather the details and facts that he plans to say no to anyway, he is dividing my energy. Instead of being fully focused on what I'm trying to accomplish, I now have this little side project, this little hop to errand to go figure out now. And so... I go and I figured this out and I bring it back to the table and he says no. Well, what happens in that is now I, my, my attention and focus was divided for one. Two, I've now spent this extra time and energy on a rabbit hole that goes nowhere so that the next time that we reconvene at the bargaining table, I am down energy. I am I've now gone into the hole by just doing that effort and he's done nothing. So he comes back to the, the table in rather good shape. I feel defeated because I did another thing that was ineffective that he says no to. So I have the loss of energy, loss of time, loss of staying focused on the first thing that brought me to the table anyway. And this is an energy leak. These narcissists, these toxic people are brilliant, brilliant at having you run your energy down and depleting you with no good faith involved. They're not going to suddenly say like, that's the best list ever. Oh my gosh, you found the perfect facts. Thank you so much. Yes, 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 I'm ready to agree on the dotted line right now. No, they're not going to say that. They're not going to do that. They're totally content to send you off on more bullshit missions, bullshit, trivial, homework collection, data collection bullshit knowing full and well they have no, no uh, desire, no intention of doing anything with that information at all. But the fact that you went and got it makes them feel really good because it still shows them that they have some power and control over you, right? That's also what they're getting from that exchange is that, you know, silently, they're probably thinking to themselves, 
I have done this a bajillion times. When is she going to figure it out? When is he going to figure it out? I say, go find these things. Go figure this out for me. They do. And then they come back and they never do it. Like, and we get tired. We get frustrated. And they're sitting back, calm, cool, collected, charming, while we're frustrated as fuck. Right? Because we went out in good faith trying to do the things, trying to get to the solution. Oh, if this is the information we need for the solution, let's let's get the information because I want a solution. Well, it's very important that you take a step back and realize these folks are not about solutions. They're about power and control. Do not get it twisted. Power and control is what they want. Solutions is what we want. So... If you're feeling exasperated and tired and worn down, it's probably because, one, you're being sent off on these little crazy missions to go spend out your energy, frustrate yourself, all for nothing, and you haven't seen it. Maybe your whole marriage kind of resembles this. You have a problem, you need a solution, you do a proposal, they say no, send you off on some bullshit Easter egg hunt, you go collect the eggs, you bring them back, and then they go, I didn't tell you I wanted eggs, I wanted clovers, or whatever. You get the idea. Um, it is frustrating, maddening depressing for certain. And so I want you to pull back and see the next time they send you on something or suggest you go figure out the information or write down a report or, you know, they, they need more, more, another list of more therapists or more doctors or different attorneys or mediators or whatever that is. Flip it onto them. Great, if you need that information, I suggest you get it. And then point out, you know, everything I need to come up with a solution is here on the table. We have the list. We have the information. We have examples of a bajillion different parenting uh, temp- parenting time templates. And point out. I have all the information I need. If you need more information, you need to go figure it out. You get to go find your information and let them know. You know, I don't say the words to the person. Like, I am no longer available to go do your homework for you. In my mind, that's what I'm thinking. But externally, what I say is, I have all the information I need to make a reasonable solution right now. I'm ready to do that. If you need more information, I suggest you get it. And then I kind of turn to the attorney and say, what is a reasonable time frame on this? A week? Like, if we are emailed this information in a week, is that good? So then, usually what that does is it sets a deadline amongst the attorneys, amongst the other person for a week. And then we know 
nine times out of ten, this person's not, they're postponing, they're stalling, they're probably, they meant to have you do the homework, they're not going to go do their own homework, so, and then I say, after a week, if we haven't heard and received this update of information, then we're proceeding as normal, moving on, right, and, and document that, say, okay, this is the first time that we've held the train, for you for a week to get information that you didn't actually produce. And so that if it happens again, you can point that out. Oh my, this is the second time that we've held the train for you at a week to get information that you ultimately wound up not getting or not sharing. So the next time that you want to do this, we're going to say, no, you need to be prepared beforehand because we're not slowing the train for no good gosh darn reason. Because we know this is how they roll. They're trying to, the more time they spend with the kiddos to corrupt their minds, the more they're winning. So, was that clear? I feel like that was clear. Part of what I was saying is, you know, in my mind, I know I'm not doing their homework. I'm no longer available to go on the rabbit trail missions because I know that they get me nowhere except for tired, irritated, exasperated. And so force them to do their own homework. Oh, it sounds like you need more information. You should definitely go research that. I have what I need right now to make the decision I need. But if you need more information, you need to go collect that. And usually what they it kind of looks like um, is, you know, they don't like to be in a light that is, oh, you have all the information. So they feel like it looks bad on them. Well, if she has everything she needs to make a decision. I I probably have everything I need to make a decision, which is great. Great. Let that feed into the ego. Let them push past it. And, you know, nine times out of 10, they don't need that information. It was just a delay, divert tactic. So I want you to be so crystal clear about this. Do not do homework for your other person. Do not do homework for the targeted or, or for the toxic, excuse me, for the toxic ex. Don't go on their bidding expedition or sprees. Don't collect, don't gather, don't research. They can do their own homework. Don't take on their, their stuff. If they're asking you to do something for them, oh, it's probably not with good intention one way or another. Like I said, my experience has been is that those little um, little errands of sorts are meant to wear you down. They are not going to be contributing to solutions because they don't want solutions. They want power and control. Let yourself stay in your power, in your control by not doing their homework, not going on the chase that they recommend. If you want to do your own homework because you have legitimate questions and concerns and feel like there's more information that you need yourself, go get that for you. 
but don't do that for them. They they can do their own homework. This is already an exhausting enough process being in court, getting a divorce, getting a separation, getting a parenting plan. Let them feel the brunt of it. Don't try to pad and comfort their experience through this. It will not make it better. It will deplete you. It will run you ragged. And that's exactly what they want. Because when you're ragged, you're easier to push down, keep down, turn around, buffalo, gaslight, lie, manipulate. Ragged, tired, overwhelmed. These are their friends. These are some of the main weapons that keep us from even seeing and noticing the other stuff going on. When you're tired, you don't see the lies as quickly. When you're tired, you don't see the manipulation and how vast it is. So preserving your energy, keeping your focus for yourself, this is where you can step in and keep your power. Keep it from being pulled away from you and your needs to, to their rabbit hole agenda. Stay self-interested. Stay self-centered. Especially as it goes to preserving your energy and your focus. Do not let your energy be divided. And these people are energy vampires. Shake them from the tit. Be gone, you. Get off of me. Um, I'm no longer available for giving you rides, spotting you money, sharing my smokes. Um, what else have I seen people, uh, you know, step into your power, stay in your power, Keep your needs and your goals centermost. And and don't let them send you off on these little run your ragged energy depleting missions that go nowhere that accomplish nothing. They love it because you just did something they, they wanted. They are going to take so much delight and like, oh my gosh, look at her, go research all that stuff. And then you come back with the list. They're like, no. And you throw your hands in the air, you kind of stomp your foot and you're like, what? Are you fucking kidding me? I did all this and you just say no. They love it. That's air supply for them. Oh, good gosh, do they love it. Don't give it to them. Do not fall into that web again they may have done it before but we are new creatures we are in the chrysalis we are reorganizing ourselves that which we did before we are reorganizing we are coming out newer stronger shinier prettier and we are not falling for the same bullshit again okay I feel like that was a bit ranty, but hopefully it helps you get very clear on 
how to preserve your energy. And, you know, they're going to be irritated when you say, no, I'm not doing that. I, I suggest you do that. If you need that, you do that. Yeah, they'll be irritated. Look at you taking your power back. Look at you standing up for yourself. It'll be new for them. That's okay. Sit back, notice. If you're irritating them, you're probably doing something right. <laughs> like, let's just get comfortable with that. If you're bothering your ex because you're standing up for yourself, it's working. Yay, it's working. So celebrate yourself for learning the thing, which is seeing how your ex is trying to deplete you and divide your energies. Notice, here's how it shows up. Here's how they play this card. Normally, I would have gone off and done the thing, reported back, and it would have all been for nothing. And notice, like, what happens when I, if you need that, you go get it. Great. And you get to stand in your power, fully energized, learning the lessons right there in the moment, changing your life, changing things in this, the way you relate to this person, changing how you stand up for yourself and stay in your power, reclaiming it moment by moment, interaction by interaction. Gosh, it is fun. It is so worthwhile. If you need help doing this, um, refer to the show link, show notes. There's links for the holiday prep checklist. There's links for the Facebook support group where we are at meeting daily, talking, chatting, sharing through posts and lives, um, the things going on in our lives. And then also, if you want some one-on-one support and help from me, book a clarity call. Uh, do you need to talk about how this pattern is showing up in your relationship with your ex? I'm so here for it. Let's figure it out. Let's figure out the words you can say in the moment to turn the situation around back on them for you to stay in your power so that you can have a calm nervous system while you're doing a new scary thing, right? Standing up to these patterns and these people, it's a stretch, it's hard. If you want to practice this and, um, you know, get ready for it, you need a little hype talk, a little strategy, some, some words and phrases that you can real quick throw back at the person, clarity call. Book a clarity call. Let's get clear on this so that the more clear you are, the more likely you are to pull it off and be convincing and stay in your power. I want this for you. So I'm going to drop those links in the show notes. And thanks for tuning in. I hope this has helped you. Don't do their homework. Don't do it. All right, everyone. Hope you're having a good day. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Family in the Fray and spending your precious time with me. Hopefully you're taking away new insights and tools to make your journey less painful. If you find this valuable, feel free to share this podcast with other targeted parents, step parents, and grandparents, 
and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave a review and rating. Plus, let's get the word out so every targeted parent who needs this can find it. From experience, I know being a targeted parent is hard, and you probably need tons of quality support. I am so thankful to be here for you. For more information on working with me, refer to the show notes. As always, take care until next time and wishing you ease.